0: Welcome to Slug's bi-weekly Slug Soundwaves podcast. Here, in our print mag, and on slugmag.com, enjoy our curated content that highlights the best of Utah's alternative and underrepresented music, arts, events, and community subcultures. If Slug has benefited you or someone you love, consider contributing to sustain our existence. Head to slugmag.com donate to join our community of donors.
1: KRCL was founded in 1979 to bring a more diverse voice to Salt Lake City and surrounding areas. KRCL is community-funded and supported, which allows diverse commercial-free programming that varies from indie to hip-hop, blues to bluegrass, metal, punk, indigenous, and bilingual programs. And every weekday at 6 p.m., KRCL's Radioactive brings you grassroots activism and civic engagement with punk rock farming and live local music on Fridays. Tune in to KRCL at 90.9 FM, stream at krcl.org, or download the app on the App Store. Are you listening? This is Slug Sound Waves. I'm Tanner Waite. I play lead guitar and sing. I'm Oliver and I play keyboard. I'm
0: Jared. I play drums and sing as well. Ethan Christensen. I play bass guitar.
1: To always call it psychedelic surf rock, and I still feel like it's got elements of that. But, um, there's been a lot of western influence lately, especially in guitar tones. We've lately been starting to call it existential cowboy rock. That's uh, that's what we're sticking with, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, what attracts me to. That kind of music. Surf has been a thing that's been used in, like, all kinds of punk rock, all kinds of, uh, uh, like, garage rock throughout the years. There's just, like, so so much influence, at least for me personally, that I've just grown up with. What about you guys? I
2: think, like, the authenticity of using actual instruments is something I like. There's something about using real instruments rather than like electronic stuff that has always really appealed to me. And watching little videos of Mac DeMarco in his studio using real drums and instruments.
1: At first it certainly was leaning into influences, like some modern examples would be Mystic Braves, or, you know, the growlers. It's a, the growlers for sure. But our music is also a lot softer than that. So like, like a lot of Beach Boys Like, I'm really into Beach
3: Boys.
0: My whole life I've been really drawn to the music that was in, like, the skate and surf and snowboard films that I watched as, like, a teenager when I was just, like, neck deep in that culture. And so it's been fun to, like, lean more into the surfy, like, vibey side of rock and roll in Casio.
1: just developed from taking the best parts of everything we like I mean Jared is like a a total rock drummer like yeah, um,
0: yeah it's been super a loud. challenge for sure in the best way possible mm-hmm. that like once we started adding in like harmonies like realizing that our voices work so well together that definitely like elevated things a lot too and that's when we started really kind of like I don't know finding our sound I think and that like pulled back the like show drums too because I never sang and played drums at the same time until this project. I was like determined not to just like go back to entry level. Like I still wanted to be the drummer of the band and bring my top game to the writing and performing that we were gonna do, and also be able to still like do, do both things well.
2: Yeah, Ethan met Tanner, and then I got invited, and Jared was invited by Ethan, I think to join in 2020.
0: Yeah, just like during a real lull and like venues were still closed and the other projects that I had been playing with were like tabled and I, I was like really craving a new creative experience. So that's kind of where the band started. When we first
2: started, I was playing like one note at a time on the keyboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oliver I mean, was brand new. Yeah, he,
1: he joined the band because he had a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, and Ethan Ethan and I had recorded me playing Gymnopedie number one at the U on, like, a grand piano three right. times using GarageBand, where he's oh like, yeah. oh, Oliver plays the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's been my biggest challenge, and it's, it's, been, it's been pretty fun. Guess this to Life
3: is too
1: Our album is Postmodern Blues. It came out, uh, was it July 28th?
3: 29th.
0: July 29th, 2020. 2023. I think the album was just like a. We had done an EP and written a whole lot um, and like started to really settle into a groove writing these songs. The idea of putting out a full length was just like this fun shotgun idea that we had that was like, yeah, we should do it.
1: Religion and philosophy, especially absurdism, does play a lot into uh, this record. I moved to Salt Lake about four years ago and was still pretty Mormon when I showed up actually. I think uh, just through a long process of like critical thinking and reevaluating the way I would see the world and everything, yeah, just made a lot of big changes and it proved to be a pretty potent well of inspiration for writing. After sort of like reevaluating the religion I grew up with, dove really heavily into absurdist philosophy, uh, like Albert Camus, started reading a ton of his stuff, and just found a lot of meaning in it. The idea that the universe we live in doesn't have inherent meaning, like your, your own life doesn't really have inherent meaning. It's like what you do with your time and how you just uh, enjoy your everyday experiences that, that gives you like a reason to keep going.
2: like absurdism and existentialism too. I, I was really inspired by um, Everything Everywhere All At Once. It has kind of that like nihilistic stuff and there's a lot of like I think 60s and 70s revival when it comes to like philosophy and so some of that's been bouncing around between us.
1: Yeah, And for me like uh, religious existential crisis aside, which is w- what most of the writing has been about, also got divorced shortly after the album came out and to me it's interesting listening back to everything. Rose-colored glasses, for
3: example.
1: It was a lot about, like, trying to find optimism in a relationship I wasn't that happy in. track on the album is like the first song we ever put together as a band so like yeah it's just been a song at a time and it just came together in a pretty cohesive way we record everything without a computer we just have this Tascam console that we track everything to so pretty much means you have to get a perfect take it comes through in the sense that just like you've got a good performance in the final product
2: It's been really fun collaborating with Tanner. I always love uh, encouraging him with lyrics and stuff and hearing what he brings. That's been probably my favorite thing. So and every, every time I listen to it, I mean, obviously it's him singing, but it's fun to uh, have a shared project. Collaborating is a newer thing for me creatively. Most of the time I've made things. that has been by myself. So I, I really enjoy that aspect of
0: this band. In the past with my other projects, there were pretenses and there were like, these rules set by a producer or something and all these outside influences were like, this is the way you need to do it. And it got some of that like core reason for writing the music in the first place got lost and this afterthought of like what it needed to be quote unquote. Postmodern blues was just genuine, like top to bottom. It was just like a piece of art that we made as this group of friends. We're not
2: banking on like, Oh, this is gonna get picked up by some big record contract or something like we're gonna make our millions and tour the world like it's not for anybody else like it's just something that we wanted to do that we wanted to put together you know so it doesn't have any like pretenses or expectations to be like something greater it's just nice to make something to be happy with what you've made
1: so my personal favorite track on the album is new sincerity <laughs> When I had first started writing it, I had this instrumental that I was really feeling, and I was really working on this guitar solo for a long time. It's maybe my favorite guitar solo we have in any of our songs. I got a take that I really liked, and it's the one that we still have in the song today. And then I get a call from my brother that this, uh, this good friend from back when I went to school in Idaho had died of a heart attack, like uh, totally surprising. And so then just like sat down and wrote the lyrics. Just it's, it's a song about like valuing the life you have, you know, valuing every day just for what it is, you know, and finding optimism. I mean, there's just a lot of reasons to be happy and excited to be alive. You know, this person, this friend that had died, he embodied that a lot. We, uh, We had the song, we'd been playing it live for a bit, started working on producing it, and then got another phone call that this really good friend of mine that played bass in my old band uh, when I went to school had like drowned in the river. It's almost poetic as we're like producing this song and I'm doing the mix and everything um, to get similar news. The song is definitely for both of them, and I just feel like my memories of these good friends are forever tied into it. And that's probably why it's my favorite song. You're about to hear the track New Sincerity off our new album Postmodern Blues. Upcoming, we are going to be pressing Postmodern Blues to vinyl, so we'll have that sometime next year. We're looking forward to that a lot. And then
0: driving hard into next year, planning both a lot of live shows and hopefully some more touring as well as a lot more writing. For things you can check out
2: now, though, we have a live session that was recorded to the Taz Cam in the same way that we do it in the studio, and that's on YouTube. We did five songs. It was recorded in my art studio downtown. So that's just Casio Ghost on YouTube. It's pretty fun. It's like 20 minutes long. Um, yeah. enjoyed this episode of Sound Waves? please take 60 seconds to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.
0: Did you enjoy this episode of Slug Soundwaves? You and the local community can continue to enjoy Slug Mag's content for free, but please consider making a one-time or ongoing contribution. Each contribution, no matter the amount, helps support Slug's creation of thoughtful media coverage on SLC's music, arts events and community subcultures head over to slugmag.com slash donate to make your contribution today